0: What's up crew reap strength podcast here with uh james and tyson bringing you episode five that's right you heard it. episode five <laughs> and today we're going to talk about um coaching uh coaching slash lifting uh, lifting eh yeah yeah coaching slash lifting we will bring a change the scenery a bit uh it's been around 38 degrees here in brisbane last few days so before we'll forward uh change up the scenery a bit Get under the aircon crank it up on high 18 degrees and you have a nice of cuppa, a yeah cheeky cuppa oh cheers, mate. cheers. so we're gonna hand it over to uh tyson here He's gonna be our host <laughs> asking the questions for the day last goal yeah so
1: um <clears throat> just wanted to see your thoughts on um coaching and lifting and the pros and cons and Mm. because i know you've done a couple comps where you've had a coach yeah and lift
0: at the same you know same time so Mm -hmm. um thoughts well yeah when i first started i was mainly just lifting um it's all right when you're just lifting alone and you do not have to worry too much about coaching um shucks you just uh made me go a bit blank there but um yeah when i first started coaching i was coaching in my garage and kind of like so. Help. Were
1: you coaching
0: before lifting, or lifting, then you got into coaching? Oh, shucks! I was actually lifting. lifting no, yeah. it's was lifting first because obviously I need to start. I need to, I need to know myself how to lift before trying to coach people how to lift. And uh, yeah, I started doing online coaching by getting people on online programming, which is good because you know everything's done online. It's just a matter of them sending their videos through and following a program. But then I had my one-on-one clients come through for coaching. That takes up uh, a bit of energy. Especially in the garage, you no know, aircon, it's boiling hot. So trying to have energy to coach them for 45 minutes and then have energy for myself. Yeah. So where, where, where did you start lifting? Start lifting. Was it a um, lifestyle? No. Yeah, pretty much. That's my first um, commercial gym. Yeah, I started powerlifting there. You know, been to other gyms, but that's just like I was a PT back then. But I've always had a love for squats, bench and deadlifts. Yep. Uh, when I look back at it now, it's like, <laughs> I look back at my technique back in the days and then I look at how I used to teach my, my, some of my clients back in the days. I'm like, what the? <laughs> but um, yeah, looking at it now, yeah, it was lifestyles. So that's when I first, we were running classes then. Our, um, we were part of the group timetable. But I started my programming there. uh, Coached under uh, Australian strength coach, um, Sebastian. So that was all online. But uh, yeah, yeah. mainly lifestyles, we did my main lifts, yeah.
1: And when did you do your first comp powerlifting?
0: First comp was um, Basta Nut. Nut. Same as your one, Basta Nut you did a few years ago. Mine was in 2019 uh, at Valhalla. Did that with uh, Fotu. Yep. and uh yeah funny thing funny story though it's um because you know back then i didn't i didn't know anything about a deadlift bar about the specialty bars i didn't even know there was such thing as a a deadlift bar or a 25 kilo squat bar goliath bar uh, let alone a monolift. lift i didn't know any of those things or the valhalla bench presses i didn't know any of that stuff i just thought a bench you know if there's something you can lie down and start benching and you've got a barbell and then yeah that's it so in the prepping for that man i was just using the bumper plates at at home uh squatting out of the power cage we've got and benching with just the normal bench that you slide under the the power cage and start benching but yeah that was a struggle because then when we went to go do our pin heights and all of that stuff we had to tell we had to ask the the we're like oh we don't know how to use the (laughs) how to change the heights, do the face um call it the racks in racks out Mm. and all of that stuff man it was all neutral i say the bench the bench was i think my biggest struggle because the the padding of the valhalla bench was soft and grippy whereas i was used to the um what do you call it the firm firm bench yeah how'd you go for that comp uh that comp was good i came first in that comp uh lucky because there were two weight classes uh i think it was over 100 kilos and under 100 kilos I think I weighed in at 135. So 135 at that comp, which was a really good weight. And, you know, fingers crossed, we're on a six week challenge now. (laughs) I can try to get back down to that weight. Uh, I think overall, that's a healthy weight for me. Uh, Yeah, I was in the over 100s. And yeah, I came first in my class. I squatted um, 275. That was in knee reps, opening the gate, no walkout, 275. Uh, With more in the tank. And bench press 175. I missed uh, 175 my second attempt. Uh, Yeah, I misgrooved it. And then the third one, I got it on my third attempt. And then my deadlifts was 300. I put 300 on paper. Nice. And uh, third attempt, 310, I missed 310. Yeah, so that was a good comp. So, yeah, I think I was lucky. Because most um, novice comps, it's pretty hard. Because it's normally just the overall... Uh, winner Um, and it's harder if you're a bit heavier because it's a body formula body weight formula it's like oh if you're a bit heavy you have to really make up your your numbers so yeah I was lucky I was lucky to um, yeah come away with a middle there Foto came third as well so yeah that was good for the gym that was good for me as a lifter being my first novice comp and winning it but also good for me as an up and coming strength coach as well uh, to have those Start building those credentials behind me, uh, yeah and for reap fitness as well
1: mm. nice that was good and i um, coaching wise you got any uh, good coaching stories on comp days or uh, any funny story on
0: comp days um, yeah there was one funny story I think one of my funniest comps was um taking taking yourself mate <laughs> to your <laughs> <laughs> definitely one of my highlights was taking yourself to your very first um, novice comp and it was the same comp as well well hala like bust the nut the one or two years later and like you know prepping that was your very first comp we were heading into uh you had a bucks night i remember that the night before so i was like as a coach i was like oh bro what the <laughs> hell like this guy yeah this is my my elite athlete here i'm taking it to the to a <laughs> novice comp representing reap fitness um this guy has got a high you know i have a high as a coach you have a high expectation and benchmark set for your, 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 your athlete your athletes here and i was like oh bro this is do or die for me right now not just do or die for reap fitness but do or die as a strength coach <laughs> taking my strongest athlete who's probably like half cut half cut let's just finish drinking the night before going out on the, on the piss and i'm like bro oh mate and uh, yeah that was funny because i remember it was a sunday morning and you miss your message you get miss oh i'll pick you up I'll pick you up and then you drive, you drive my, work, my work van to Valhalla. I was like, oh, bro. Shucks, <laughs> I, I really knew it. Oh, man, this is going to be an interesting day. And so we went. I remember I went to Seven Eleven, got a few snacks, a few sandwiches. I don't think you even grabbed much food. You just grabbed a lot of drinks. Yeah. And, yeah, had some lollies. And then, yeah, I remember when we got there, um, it was funny, eh? Because, you know, I really knew what Valhalla is like my last experience with Valhalla was the GPC that was a total ball, different ball game but uh yeah going there again with us two it was like um, you know it's out of our comfort zone A hey, being islanders you know we were we being a, a islander gym as well with a lot of islanders we're used to having the boys around and stuff and uh, remember I remember remember that comp um we couldn't have any spectators because of covid yeah so none of the crew were could could have could come down to um support and watch that itself was uh was um uh challenging as well because we we're like oh man this was just us two going and i remember us two went and walked in and you know everyone's like staring we we're like we we're like uh these two brown guys, big guys, like walking in the in the Walmart room, like a sticky, you know, we like stood out like a sore thumb. <laughs> and they were like looking, at okay. well, hey, wait, and I was like, you know, and I was going through my head. I was like, oh, bro, this guy, this guy's like, I don't know what this guy's going to do today. He's like half-cut, man. <laughs> <laughs> as a coach, I like, bro, this is not the preparation you kind of want. <laughs> Heading into this, you know, you, as a coach, you want your athlete to be <laughs> in bed early, um, you know, fueled up, hydrated, blah, 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 and all of this. And like, bro, we went into the comp squats was, um, was well, we missed our first one, eh? Yeah. First attempt, I think you missed the, what's it the depth? Depth, and then... Depth, eh? The
1: eh? second one was the core... Squat
0: call. Second one was the squat call. The you, rack, you missed, yeah, you missed you jumped a gun and then I was like, oh bro, if you miss one more squat, you're out of the you're out of the bloody come And I was like, oh, this is what happens, man. <laughs> <laughs> this is what happens. <laughs> <laughs> and then you nailed it, eh? You nailed the, your last squat. And what? It was two two eighty. Yeah, two eighty. Yeah. yeah. I think you got your your second one was two eighty eight yeah just yeah you missed know. the first yeah. one 280 was the call and then the second one you nailed it and then the third one um was it depth it was depth
1: yeah then you got yeah. pulled up
0: on depth but you had way more on the tank for yep. squats. third attempt and then you know we missed it on depth and then it was 280 and then we went ahead start heading into bench and we like oh, okay you know well we had our other one of the other samuel boys uh zeus, zeus yeah. hey he finished on a 300 300 or 320 squat yeah you yeah, were 280 yeah. he was 320s and that was 93 that was 40 kilos eh? so we were 40 kilos behind and then we're heading into bench press and bench was his other uh, strong lift and i remember that was your weakest lift bench. Yeah. So i was like oh bro we're 40 kilos behind and we're going to be behind even more on the bench press and you know we had a lot of work to do and then what did we finish on the bench oh i can't remember what we finished on like 140, 145? Yeah, one forty-five. Yeah. Yeah, and I think Zeus finished on around one one eighty, I think. One eighty plus. Yeah. I think, yeah. So we then that even backtracked us even more, and I was like, oh, bro, <laughs> deadlifts. And then you know we came to deadlifts, and I was like, oh, game plan, game plan. And we knew we knew that deadlifts was your bread and butter, and then we looked at uh, at the bro's deadlift, and that was not his. Hey, his main lifts was squat and bench. Deads was not the, his main one, but your one was the deads. So I was like, bro, we gotta really, we gotta make a massive comeback with with Deads. And uh, yeah, I remember heading into Deads, your your openers and stuff was awesome. eh? I was like, oh yeah, okay, okay, maybe maybe I'm not gonna drill this guy after this doing <laughs> that prep that he did. He actually, he's actually gonna redeem himself. <laughs> remember you you warm up or well, you you gotta warm up 300 at the back, and that flew up. And we were like, oh, shucks, this is looking good. And then uh, what did you open on? Open we on went <coughs> 320. 320. And then you went 340. 340? Finished on 360. Yeah. 360, yeah. And then, yeah, like that last dead, hey, eh? because then you had, what's that other brother? with bro, the, the beard? Um, Jared. <laughs> hey, remember Jared was, was going in for the run too, based yeah. on body weight yeah, as well. And I think he ripped his, his fingers too, the last lift. I remember Zeus was like running around because he had no, sh- um, I think he didn't have his shoes on or something. Yeah, that's right. He was going to come in yep. deadlift with no shoes on. He quickly had to spread back. So the boys were like rushing around the, towards the end and like we were coming collectively. Eh? Yep. We were like, and you caught it too. I think I said um, go 350, 350 or 355, play it safe. And then you are like, nah, I got 360. I got 360 okay you got have you got it <laughs> are you sure he got it bro after what you went through yesterday <laughs> okay i got it i got it i know i got it okay sweet and as a coach it was like you don't have much to say and as a coach you go yeah show me then show me you got it and we you know when you have a, when you have a lifter come to you and go they want to do something hey you go all in you you know that clients got it they say i've got this i got this good yeah let's go do it pump it and, yeah, you smashed that out and then you took the win eh? and i was like bro that was probably one of the sweetest victories ever um, as a coach uh man we we, we came back home hey eh? we, we were stoked driving back home it was like the best feeling hey eh? because it was like man we went by ourselves we didn't have our crew there to to amp us up we turned up as underdogs um hung, you know, a hungover underdog over here. Because <laughs> I remember you said that night, you didn't know how you ended up back in the hotel or whatever it was. You home, said yeah, yeah. you You didn't know how you ended <laughs> up back home. So I was like, oh man, this is going to be a long day. This is my freaking coaching on the line here with this guy. <laughs> the crew at the gym is waiting for our athlete here to set the bar and set the standard. And man, you did, you, you actually did that. Then the day you bounced back from a squat and bench. Hey, and it's a good, uh, as a coach, that's the best feeling. The, despite your your um, preparation, fire out, that was like driving home, it was like a, like a rugby game. Mm. Hey, rugby game when you're like, man, you're behind like a try and stuff, and it, like it's almost impossible. Hey? It's impossible. It's like there's no way you're going to make a comeback you're gonna score a try and con- convert that try and and cause an upset and you definitely did that hey eh? and it's like it was awesome and even your last deadlift you still had more in a tank as well for your deads so yeah I remember we came home and man that was buzzing out eh? it was like uh, almost a little bit emotional as well it was like for me it was emotional it was like sharks, sucks man that, that was the most nail-biting competition uh experience for me as a coach i was to take you to that because we had a high expectation um from you and i was like bro imagine if you went into proper preparation and you didn't do all of that other stuff wait what could have been done but then again like i said everyone's different like man i can't you're like what you did there on that day i can't can't argue (laughs) it like you did what you did like man i don't know shucks so it's like, yeah, that's probably my most memorable moment, I think, out of, out of as a coach. Yep. Coaching experience was that, comp was a crack up. Uh, mm. What about lifting experience? Hmm. My lifting experience? Um, Sharks. What, at competition? Yeah, at what? competition, yeah. It's my, one of my most memorable lifting competitions. Um, I don't know, probably, I think my first one. The first one? Yep. Bust them up. I think it's my first memorable because um just had an adrenaline rush. You yeah. had a lot of the crew came down to watch and um, you know at the back when I was warming up, when I was warming up, you know, there were a lot of a lot of coaches were there and lifters and like they were kinda like some of them were like this, like <laughs> these bunch of islanders coming randomly out and over and I was like, you know, it's all new to us. You know, and then it was like after I finished my squats, finished smashed my three squats, then people at the back started to come and start talking. It's all of a sudden like, oh, where are you guys from? <laughs> but, you know, we we're kinda of like, oh yes, you're we kinda of earning a little bit of respect now, I think, you know, I'm in the game now, with the the big the big dogs. The bench and then yeah, people started being more friendly at the back and then people started asking us like where are you from? What 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 powerlifting gym do you guys lift from? And i was like, oh our garage. <laughs> They were like hey okay yo, we live from our garage and, and and logan back in the yeah this is on the north side we were like you're from south side let's go <laughs> and uh yeah that was that was an honor to be able uh, we live from our garage that's where we live from we just lived with whatever we've got and uh, that's my most memorable comp because not only was it my first one but it's my first one as um, well just coming out of surgeries and stuff yeah, all my abdominal surgery so because it helped with my rehab lifting in the garage and it meant a lot to go out there on the platform and have your family there and your your gym family there supporting. it like the adrenaline rush bro it was like mm. pumped that like literally nearly gonna cry after like every squat it was like going in there to throw everything in there right like yeah. there was no fear at all it was just like full on but i was so pumped for it the whole day I think I had 50 Cent playing on my headphones in the club, like, from the morning, like, I think I played on repeat for, like, 20 times. By the time Deadlifts came around, because at the time, Deadlifts was my my, my strongest lift. Yep. At the time, I was like, okay, I want to put 300 on paper. So I opened up on 280, 300 was my second, and I, I, I thought I had 310. It's the last one, man, I just got to the midway of my... My quads, I couldn't lock it out, I was tired. Yeah. I was more physically drained because I was uh, just being hyped up the whole day. But yeah, that was my most memorable moment was putting uh, Reap Fitness on the, on the map. As, yes. uh, yeah, as a, and also myself as a lifter. As a lifter and slash coach.
1: Yeah. Um, what about the comps where you coach and lift? Got any pros and cons about oh.
0: that? And- oh, <coughs> shucks, definitely. Um, yeah I've learnt I've learnt a lot from trying to coach on the same day and lift it. yeah. so it's a lot of takes a lot of energy I think um, which one was it twice I think there was two there was a local comp at Sim City where I was lifting and trying to help um, Maria was lifting as well and so, but even though I had foot foots at the back she was able it was good though like I was coaching a little bit but kind of foot took the reins a little bit to take the load off but that wasn't too bad because it was a it was a what is it state qualifier mm. so i just kind of went in there to cruise anyway smash out you know have a feel nine from nine but i was still tiring i was still tiring because you're trying to help your your sister out as well or, or you know your your client your lifter but the biggest one i think was when we went to townsville Hey, it was me, you, Maria, and Fotu. Mm. Um, fantastic Four. Shout out to the Fantastic Four. four. So <laughs> Fantastic Two at the moment. Yeah. Um, yeah, Fantastic. The other two are currently uh, on annual leave uh, from their superhero duties. <laughs> no no names, Fotu and Maria. Uh, we're holding it down here. Um... Yeah, our Fantastic Four that went to Townsville. Um, you know, starting from getting up early as we had to, what, get to the damn airport at four o'clock in the morning mm-hmm. or something. And then, yeah, we had that long day and we had the whole issue of trying to get our car, our hire car, and then find our accommodation and then go out, get something to eat, chill out, blah, blah, blah. And, uh, but I had diarrhea that, that night before. Oh, sh- and I thought, like, oh, freaking, was like, man, I had the meanest diarrhea that night before. And I remember that whole time we were on holiday, that whole time we were in Townsville, it didn't even go toilet number two that whole time. Because when when my bowels start playing up, it fully empties everything. And I could almost eat two days and just nothing comes out. Um, so, you know, I kind of knew, yeah, it could go like a whole two days without even going bloody toilet. Yep. But uh, yeah, remember the girls were lifting and it's like, um, man, it was a long day, heaps of delays with the... On the day hey there was yep. so many lifters there and so many flights and stuff. it was hard as eh? because towns was much hotter but ideally as a lifter you know the day before you're lifting you just want to lax out rest and not think about anything but it's like uh, it's draining as a, as a coach because it's like bro you gotta try and transfer as much of mental energy uh into your lifters um without even physically touching a bar hey eh? and then the next day we had outcome yeah. next day the next day it was us two Oh, but that same night when the girls finished, didn't we go ride scooters? Or was that the day before? Um, we went scooter riding, eh? That was with that big parade and stuff, eh? Oh, yeah. that's the, I think that was the day before. Day before. Yeah. So, you know, the following day was like, yeah, we had to get up. Um, me and you had to get ready to go lift. And then there were delays again, eh, with the flights and all that stuff, blah, blah, blah. But, um, yeah, and then it was both of us lifting in the same flight. So I was like coaching slash... Um, lifting at the same time hey i'm keeping an eye on you with your your lifting or your warm-ups and then go do my warm-ups come back and check in on you um yeah so that's a lot of energy eh? and i was like more mentally drained i think more mentally drained as opposed to phys- physically drained yeah but at the same time taking into account i had the bloody runs the day before so i was like oh there was a lot of factors so i had to just try and do what i could and i think yeah squats i knew straight away the opening squat oh man it was, it was heavier than it than it looked so i kind of knew oh this is gonna be a tough day it's not my strongest day so i'll try and do just enough to to get through the whole day and then bench oh man god i opened up on 190 and then i missed 205 uh missed groove and then i did 205 again butt lift hey i really wanted that 205 on paper that didn't happen and then it was nighttime by the time we deadlifted and and i thought okay just got to get in what we can and then i knew what we went to do with your one we went to set a record so i think okay let's get my 280 opener out of the way 300 i'm just gonna send my second attempt 300 got that on paper then i just caught it quits there with the last attempt just played it safe and then i was able to relax um as a lifter and then just focus just being a coach for that last portion of the of the of the night, and I was just to send as much energy left um, to to you to finish off and execute and, and we did that yeah and it was good and then it was a matter of jumping back on the plane and now now close but yeah that's tough it's tough and I think from since then I've learned to um, separate it. not not, not lifting coach on the same day, uh, especially if it's a state you're at states. Yeah. Maybe as a normal qualifier, yeah, that's fine, a local qualifier. But yeah, definitely not going to do that again. Yeah, because uh, yeah, requires um, a lot of energy. So things like looking at getting some some more coaches on board um, to help us to help out, handle on the day. Yeah. And what about that national comp where we had the two platforms
1: going? So we had me mm. me on one, foot to another one. How'd you how'd you find out? Oh one?
0: yeah, that was yeah. tough too. Eh? It was like oh man. You know, it's like, okay, I've got my two lifters, but my other lifters, slash my wife, <laughs> slash the business owners. I was like, oh shit, but it was good. She was good. She was really encouraging. Foot was encouraging. She goes, hon, don't worry. Just go look after Tyson. I'm going to be conservative. I'm going to pick my own number." So it was good. That was good. Cause she didn't, she knew she hadn't put in much training. So she knew she was going in there to be conservative. And She said, game plan was to go nine from nine with more on the tang and, and she did that she went with easy open on no those squats and it made up my job easier mm. because I think I missed one of her because I was like jumping to hers then I had to jump back walk across to your one and then come back again to see what she was doing and go back I was like going like this like a seesaw that whole that whole day but it was good because you know she, she was going nah I'm fine I'm fine I'm just gonna go out there and have fun and it's good and it's good she just went and smashed it and made my job much easier that day yeah but same again yeah it's still tiring um yeah it's still still a responsibility a big responsibility as a coach uh trying to handle one or two people at that level um yeah states and national level but yeah we got through we got through and we we, we turned up and we came back with with something you know set a few records both days so yeah i'm happy as a as a coach yep that's lifter yeah Um,
1: so what's your plans for this year for lifting, Lifting lifting-wise? Uh,
0: this year, well, I'm going to just plan on trying to shred down a little bit. We've got a comp locked in 1st of July, and that's just a qualifier for states. And, you know, the total is, is an easy qualifier, something that we don't need a prep for. So I'm really focusing on, um, just dropping some weight, um, dropping some body fat and just shredding down these next few weeks or up till July and um, start ma- just maintaining a bit of strength. Um, yeah, and just get down to a lighter body weight. Just get a bit leaner. I don't really want to get small. I, I don't mind the size I am now. I just want to get more lean. Just drop some excess um, body fat. And yeah, and then start building strength again, um, heading into July. Nice. Yeah. Just get into uh, focus on a bit of coaching now, getting a few new people coming through the gym and just introducing them to the, to the lifts. Yep. Yeah. Sweet.
1: Um, yeah. To finish off, I have to ask, um, what's your favourite TV show at the moment?
0: Favourite TV show at the moment? Um, I don't really watch TV. Okay. Yeah. Um, but it's on Netflix, if so that still counts. Yeah. Uh, Physical 100. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's my favourite crack did, up. Did you apply for the next one? <laughs> yeah, I'm waiting for the Physical 100 to come out in um, Australia. <laughs> Uh, yeah because it's funny the one that's on at the moment it's got a few lifters in there a few power lifters and, strong, and, man, and, yeah, man, strong man, strength man yeah strong guys it's crack up everyone else is like hard out lean and muscly yeah, so you got these big you can see the big guys that are the, the strength side too yeah that's my favourite programme right, um, sweet yeah, yeah group hope you guys enjoyed that uh, little catch up there um, yeah and yeah that's the benefits um, and the pros and cons of um, trying to balance eh? <laughs> being a coach uh, slash lifter <laughs> Coach lifter on a, on a comp day and leading into it and things like that and just a bit of memories along the way of um, yeah some milestones that we achieved as well uh, as a, as a lifter but also as a coach uh, on my end so yeah stay tuned uh, for our next episode episode six we'll try and get someone on board and have a guest uh, speaker to join us other than that stay blessed God bless let's go.